Good day, all listeners. Welcome to Creating a Prayer Culture for God podcast. I am Quentin, the media specialist behind Creating a Prayer Culture for God, and I just wanted to take this moment to welcome each and every one of you and thank each and every one of you all for listening in. If you're new, Creating a Prayer Culture for God is simply a podcast where we're teaching, preaching, and dissecting the Word of God and truly establishing what it is to have a prayer culture and to live a prayer culture. Um, We preach and teach the Word of God. We talk Jesus, some more Jesus, and a whole lot of extra Jesus. So I just wanted to welcome you all to Creating a Prayer Culture for God, and I truly hope that you enjoy it. And for your listening pleasure, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, you name it, it's available. So tune in each and every day for new episodes. Welcome again. Hello, my name is Sister Stephanie. Um, I just want to give a testimony of how good God has been to me since I started on this prayer culture for God um, prayer line. God has been so good and I give him all the honor and the glory. Um, started back in 2019, I would say um, October sometime. Um, I started out as a daily worker and then on to a housekeeping um, person, and then God elevated me unto become a supervisor of housekeeping. Um, and now entering into 2020, He has provided me with a job where I'm off every weekend and having the pleasure to enjoy my kids, be home with my kids um, during the time that they're out of school and on the weekend. Just thanking God. that without faith it's impossible. 
know, increase your faith. Let him take you to another level. And in the meantime, our declarations always have to be based on speaking those things that be not as though they are. Amen. And so we thank the Lord because Proverbs 6 and 2 said we are snared by the words of our mouth. We're taken by the words of our mouth. That means we're trapped in what we say. And, you know, if we're saying the word, then God is going to perform his word. If we stand the problem, then we know Satan is going to come and pounce on us because he's like a roaring lion going through back and forth to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. And so we want to deny him by first submitting ourselves to God. And how do you submit yourself to God? You put him in remembrance of what he said, as we heard her do this morning. And so we touch and agree with that because when two touch and agree is asking anything of the Father, we have those things, Matt, that we ask for if we don't doubt but believe in our heart those things shall come to pass. And so we thank the Lord this morning. We're encouraged this morning. And so we thank all of you this morning for getting on the line, bringing your, your agreement to the line this morning, and believing the report of the Lord that says that he's free. Her son is free, that he's going to be exonerated and vindicated, and God is going to manifest that love because, you know, he spoke it out there, man, and we give God praise because he's given us the power of life and death in our tongue to speak those things. And she's spoken it. We're in agreement with it. So it will not come back forward. Amen. Thank you for such a powerful faith decoration this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to get in here this morning. We're talking about love. Amen. And we say that love is what unites us in Christ Jesus. And we also say that love, it gives us knowledge and vision. Amen. Of the hereafter things that are supposed to take place beyond this present time that we're living in. Amen. Even though this prophetic word in the book of Revelation was revealed years ago in John's day, but it also rang of truth for us today and going forward because we know that this is not our destiny where we're at right now. Our destiny past has already passed, but we know that uh, the love of God gives us the knowledge and vision amen of our destiny and how we're going to end up in heaven around that throne that we've been describing the surroundings around the throne and we're going to have a a, a a time of universal worship i'm talking about majestic worship of god and it is that love of god right now as we look in the scriptures as we unveil what god is saying as he reveals it to us through the apostle john's writing inspiration we're inspired by it begins to release and anointed on our imaginations and we can put ourselves right there around that throne and get caught up in that majestic worship and to me that is the love of the father right there he shows us that that love that we see when we look in the book of revelation that lets us see just what the around that throne looks like just like the brightness of the one sitting on that throne just like those heavenly those angels that are bowing before him they're confessing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was, who is, and who is to come again, the Lamb of God, the one that looks like he was slain before the foundation of the world. Now he's sitting on the throne, man, and they bow down and worship him. The 24 elders are out of their seat. They have cast their crowns at his feet. And, you know, we can get a picture of that. We can get an image of that. We can just see that. But what's so awesome is we can see ourselves joining in with them. And the other day, uh, yesterday, Pastor Peek was ministering, and she talked about the four feet, the wing feet, the ones with, with you know, that she was describing that. And when you see in Revelation, you see where it talks about the beast 
it talks about using all the symbology of, of the beast and, and animal-like figures and human-like figures. All that's saying is this, is that there were living creatures. And so in other words, every living creature is going to be there worshiping God. That, that's what you need to see right there. He's talking about the four and 20, uh, 24 elders. He's talking about the tens of thousands and thousands of thousands of uh, saints that are going to be there worshiping God. And you got the 144,000 elect saints of God that's going to be there. All the living creatures going to be there. You know, it's, it's very descriptive of, of them. to call them beasts, but they're actually talking about living creatures that are buying before God. I believe pets and animals. I believe everything that was is going to be again. I believe he's going to go right back to the way it was in Genesis, the first chapter, the second chapter, when there was no sin. And going to put everything back anew just like it was without sin. And, you know, you're going to have the lion and the, and the lamb worshiping God together. You're going to have every living creature, everything that have breath is going to be there, man, in that descriptive picture of worshiping God and bowing down before God. Matter of fact, there's a verse of scripture that I want to read to you so you can just understand and get a, a descriptive view of what's taking place around that throne. And it's in the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 149, maybe 50, and it's the last the verse, if I'm not mistaken. I was reading this the other day as I was reading in Revelation, uh, as Pastor Phoebe had got through teaching, and she talked about it, and Pastor Eric talked about it, and we've talked about those beats, those four beats. But I want you to look at this verse of Scripture and get this picture right here. Uh, it's in the book of Psalms, chapter 150, and it talks about, amen, down here verse, look at verse number, there's like six verses here, and this is how Psalm closes out. But it's very descriptive of what we've been talking about surrounding the throne. Uh, when Jesus returns and we're going to be caught up there, we're going to be there with him, we're going to be in that crowd, you know, we're going to join in with heaven's host. But look at what's going to happen. I want you to get this picture of what David saw when he wrote this. It's in the last verse. I'm going to read verse 5. Amen. Because this is talking about the exhortation of praise in God. Matter of fact, I'm going to read these six verses. And I want you to see this. That this is the image. This is what it's going to look like around that throne. The exhortation to praise God, to worship God. David caught this in the spirit. He was inspired of God and he wrote this down. But listen to this. It says, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in the sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to the excellency of his greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psalter and the harp. Praise him with the cymbals and dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Uh, Praise him upon the house sounding cymbals. Look at verse 6. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. So what we're doing right now on the earth is supposed to be praising God in all of these different ways and manners that David is describing here because what this is doing is preparing us to have breath, going to join in with everything around that throne, to have breath, and we're all going to praise the Lord, all of us. The elders, the 24 elders, the 144,000 are going to come uh, from the north, south, east, West going to come to the gates of the city that God is going to prepare and move, and we're going to worship God, the four beasts, the, the, all of the living creatures, everything that have breath is going to be there bowing before the Lord, even the firmament, the sky, you know, everything that God made 
amen, is going to begin to praise God. And so this is what uh, that talking about, the living creatures. So when you see those things and it talks about beasts, all those are symbols that you heard me say before. They are living creatures. And so that's what he's saying. Everything that have breath will be there to praise the Lord. Amen. And so please understand uh, what that is saying. We're exalted to praise God. Uh, and we get a descriptive picture there uh, as we were talking yesterday, you know, what it looked like around the throne of God. So we thank God for that. Amen. And so we're going to get over here, man, uh, in the uh, sixth chapter of Revelation this morning. Pastor Peter did a great job of finishing up uh, chapter five. And uh, we're going to take a look at some seals that are going to be open. Touched on that yesterday. A lot of times when you see seals and it said it had a seal on the back and nobody was worthy enough to open that book before the time that God had ordained for it to be opened, but the Lamb of God, he took the book out of the hand of his father that was sitting on the throne because nobody, God had all those 24 elders, all those living creatures that were there and, you know, and, and all of the 144,000 saints, the elect of God that had been there. And then us that are going to be there. But none of us, none of them, nobody, none of the living creatures, no angels, nobody was able to take that book out of the hand of God and open that book and began to release the secrets. And when you see seals and you see vows and you see the descriptive language in here, it's talking about only the, that's a document that's got written down in it, everything that happened in those seven churches in Asia Minor. Everything that have happened in individual lives here on earth, the people that made it to that point to be judged by God, those are secrets that are only known to God. He's going to open that up. Jesus is going to open that up. And prayerfully and hopefully, my God, everything in there will be good news for everybody that's going to be sitting around that throne waiting on uh, God to open Jesus to open that book and begin to read in there. Those are mysteries. Those are secrets that are only known to God. Nobody knows what's going to be in that book. That's why we tell people, man, don't be sending nobody to hell already because we're not here to judge nobody. Amen. The Bible says, judge not before his time. And we're going to be there with God as a part of that judgment. But this is not the time to be judging right now. This is the time to try to get people saved. Amen. So that their names will be in that book when he opens that book and began to read in there everything that everybody has done. And that's going to be those secrets. That's going to be the mystery. That's going to be things that we can look forward to that have not yet been revealed to man. And so when you see that, those seals are open. Nobody knows what's going to be in there. Nobody knows whose name is going to be in there. Nobody knows that. Amen. Some people that are that are saved are going to scarcely make it in. So we don't know that yet. Jesus is the only one that have, that's going to be able to open that book. He don't even know what's in there yet. Only the Father knows. It's sealed up right now. All those secrets, all those mysteries, all of the, 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 the whole uh, plan of man's life from beginning to end is going to be in that book. And that's the Lamb's book of life that he's going to open up right there and begin to reveal to all of those that are going to be there, man, in that glorious moment, in that glorious appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ to stand before him and have your whole life, man, read back to you. And it's at that time right there, if your name is there and you've taken your good work there with you, it's going to be determined where you spend eternity. So I just want to share that with you. Our goal and objective and mission right now is to try to help as many people while we can, while God is delaying his coming, to get their name written in that Lamb's book.
right now. This is the love of God right now. And it's by loving kindness that he's drawn us. You know, his love right now that gives us the hereafter. It gives us the knowledge, gives us the vision right now. And so don't be afraid of shaking when you when you see it talked about seals and vows, you know, and the seven spirits and all that. That's that's just very descriptive, amen, of what is to take place so we can be prepared, we can get a good vision of it. That's what John saw in his day, amen, and he wrote it down so we can see it in our day before the Lord comes. Because once he comes, it's too late then. All we can do then is wait for him to open up that book and read. Now is the time we need to do everything we can to try to get our name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's what's being revealed to us right now. That's what's being unveiled to us right now. It's very descriptive. Amen. But there are secrets in that book only known to God. Amen. Nobody knows what they are. It will not be open until that time. And the only one that's going to be able to open that book is the only one right now whose name by which we can be saved, which is Jesus Christ. That's the love of the Father. There ain't no way to cheat. There ain't no way to get around this. You can't buy this. The only way that you can ensure that your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life is you're going to have to accept the love of the Father that God so loved this world so much that he gave his only begotten son. The only one that's going to be able to open up that book is the only one who God so loved the world that he gave to us full of grace, full of truth, and brought salvation to us. That's the same lamb, the same one, the lamb of God, the same one we're going to be bowing down and worshiping him that's on the throne with the Father. And that at that time in eternity, in, in the future, is eternal life and eternal uh, setting of heaven will we be able to know what was in those books, what's sealed in that book of life. It's sealed now, amen, but it's going to be revealed and going to be made known to us. And so right now we want to talk about how love gives us the day, the hereafter. It gives us the knowledge and it gives us the vision for our destiny. And our destiny is going to bring us to that place of universal majestic worship of the Lamb of God with all of the living creatures, all of the 24 elders, all of the 144,000 elect of God is going to be there. Tens of thousands and thousands of thousands are going to be there around that throne worshiping God. And everything that have breath, I'm talking about everything that have breath, yes, there will be animals there. Man, you know, you know, great is our God, man. He's 
great. Look at him sitting on that throne. Look at him taking that book and opening it up. Look at him reading and be excited about that because you have repented. You've come to God. You've given your life to him. All you need to do now, man, is just continue to feed your spirit, man. That's why the word is so important. Fill yourself up, man, in your most holy faith that you might endure to the end so you can see what the end is going to be. You get a good glimpse of it right here. You get a good revelation of it right here. You get a good revealing and unveiling of it right here by looking in this word. You can see what it's going to be like. You can see your destiny. But seeing it and determining that you're going to be there is two different things. We don't want to just see God. We want to be able to be in a relationship with him just like we're going to be when we're around that throne. Put yourself in that frame of mind, that state of mind right now, and let John's writing, let this letter reveal those things to you. And so let's pray this morning as we go into the presence of the Lord this morning to just learn some more about this beautiful unveiling, this beautiful revealing of what it's going to be like, the very uh, symbology of it, the very... Uh, the very uh, picture of it, the image of it, and let our imaginations, man, take us there, man. We can go there. We can be caught up just by listening to the word as God reveals it to us ahead of time, even though it was revealed to John in his day, but it's the same thing that's revealed to us today in our day, and it's speaking to our destiny. This love of God is right now given to us to reveal to us, to unveil to us, to open up to us before we're actually standing there physically around the throne with all the other symbolic creatures, living creatures, and, and the descriptive uh, things that have breath around that altar worshiping God. That's majestic, universal worship. That's a beautiful picture of that. But we don't wait to the end to worship God. We worship God now in spirit, and we got the truth right here to let us know what that universal majestic worship is going to look like. Very descriptive right here. Very symbolic of who's going to be there. Living creatures, 24 elders, cats in their crown. Angels are going to be there. Angelic beings are going to be there. Very descriptive, you know. Uh, you're going to have, uh, you know, tens of thousands and thousands going to be there. 144, uh, you know, saints going to be there that have already been chosen by God before the foundation of the world. And everything that have breath is going to be there, bowing before him, declaring, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and who is to come again, the Lamb of God. Amen. Receiving that universal word. So let love give us the knowledge and the vision of the hereafter by opening up this word this morning, seeing our destiny, seeing what we're destined to, where we're destined to be, Amen. And what we're destined to be doing, joining in with that universal, majestic, heavenly host of worshipers, bowing down before the Lamb who takes the book from the Father and opens it up and reveals all that's in the vows, all that's in the, you know, that's sealed in the book that no man knows but the Father. Amen. But we're going to know because he's going to open the book and read it to us. And at that time, we'll determine where we'll spend eternity. Amen. So the day we want to begin to live our lives, in light of this eternity, amen. So let's just go over here real quick uh, to the sixth chapter of Revelation, amen, and just begin to read, amen, praise God. So chapter six of Revelation begins to talk about the seals and the vows that's going to be beginning to be open. As you can see now, transition being made, and we always know that there are seven seals, there's seven vows, amen, there's seven trumpets that are going to sound, and all of them have heavenly, uh, eternal significance. And I believe, this is what I believe right now, I believe we're living in the day and age, uh, the dimension where the sixth vow has been opened, because 
it says in the six vows, when it's open, what's going to happen is, you know, the the sixth field, when it's open before the seventh field, is that there's going to come a time where there's going to be such a craving and such a hunger and thirst for knowledge. And right now, everybody, man, is hungry and thirsty for knowledge. They want to know. And remember now, one of the things that love does for us from the Father that we're learning here is gives us knowledge and vision. Because why? The scripture says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge, Hosea 4 and 6. So I believe that based on what I know that's going on right now on the planet, everybody is hungry and thirsty for more knowledge. And some of that knowledge they're getting, man, is false knowledge, it's fake knowledge, it's not based on the word of God and truth, it's based on religion, it's based on philosophy, the excellency of speech, you know, positive speaking, positive thinking, all those things that are created in that system of religion in the world. It's based on the tradition of men. But nevertheless, if you think about the big picture, there's such a hunger and thirst right now. People want to know the truth, and God wants us to know the truth so that the truth can make us free. So I believe we're living right now in the opening of the sixth vow where all of this is being poured out, the love for knowledge, the craving for knowledge. I believe that that seal has been opening. I believe we're living in the sixth seal. Amen. And I believe that the Sooner or later, the seventh field is going to be open, the seventh bow, the seventh trump is going to sound, and Jesus is going to be here, and we're going to be caught up, man, with him in the spirit, waiting for that great uh, day for him to open that book and begin to read what is written in that book. Amen. So let's take a look here at this sixth field as it's being opened and try to get a, a picture of what is to take place hereafter. And just let the love of the Spirit, let the love of the Holy Ghost just show us this and minister this to us, amen, so that we will know the truth about it, and that truth will make us free, amen. So let's pray. Abba, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Well, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debts, Lord. Lead us out of temptation, but deliver us from all evil. But, Lord, thine is your kingdom, the power, and the glory. It all belongs to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, this morning for unveiling to us what is uh, is here to take place hereafter. We thank you, Lord, that you have given us uh, uh, your love through ministering this word to us this morning that, that you gave John in his day. And now, Lord God, we're partaking of it because we're hungry, we're thirsty for more of your righteousness, more of your knowledge. We want to know what is to be hereafter, and you've allowed us to crack open the book. And Holy Spirit, we thank you for unveiling and revealing to us just like it was revealed to John on the Isle of Patmos. Help us now to go into the spirit realm, Holy Ghost, and begin to show us and prepare us for what is to come here and what is to take place in eternity. So we thank you for the love of God right now that gives us, my God, that gives us the knowledge and the vision of what is to take place hereafter. We see our destiny. We see what we're going to be doing in eternity, joining in with the 24 elders, with the 144,000 elect of God that's going to be there, the thousands and tens of thousands of saints that are going to be there, every living creature that's going to be there, the winged beasts, the, the poor beasts that are going to be there, everything that have breath will be there to worship God. The animals will be there. Every creature, every living thing that have breath will be there worshiping God, crying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and who is to come again, the Lamb of God that was slain. And so we thank and praise you that right now we're able to have that thing revealed to us, that we can see it, we can imagine it, we can see our destiny, we can see the universal worship of the Lamb of God on that throne. We can see and envision him right now taking the book from the Father, 
opening the book and beginning to read and, and unveiling to us the rest of the secret things that our eyes have not seen, things that our ears have not heard, things that have not entered into the heart of man, the things that God is withholding from those who love him. But now we're able to have it revealed and made known because we have the word of God. So we pray that right now as we open up the sixth chapter of Revelation and begin to read and share, that you will shed light, more light on this, that we'll be able to see and behold beautiful, wonderful things that is descriptive of what takes place around the throne in heaven when Jesus is sitting on that throne with the Father, opening that book and reading to us those secrets, those mysteries, those things that is known to no man but the Father. And then we'll all know him because we'll see him the way he is. But the beauty is we will be just like him. And we pray to remain there for all eternity. And so help us that day to begin to live our lives in light of eternity as we open up your word this morning to let the love of the Father give us the knowledge and the vision of hereafter, what is to take place, which is our destiny. And we thank you this morning. We praise you this morning for preparing us for that universal majestic worship of the Lamb of God when he shall appear in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's go real quick here to the sixth chapter of Revelation. Read a few verses just to you. Now, it's going to be a lot of judgment when he opens up that seal. Some people who, the Bible says, you know, there are going to be some folks there who have not accepted him now but they're going to be rejected then before the Father. I hate to say it, but that's going to be the final judgment right there. Some folks are going to be told, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I don't know you. All of this is going to take place when he opens up that book. Okay, your whole life is going to be there. Be read back to you. And so let's look at this right here, what John saw. Amen. As he breaks open this seal on the book and began to read the book of destiny. Amen. And look at what's going to take place here. Amen. Even the Antichrist, the, the, the false prophet, the false teachers, the false prophetess, all of them are going to be judged. Nobody's going to be exempt, y'all. All those people who got a form of knowledge but deny the power thereof, all those people, man, who are forever gaining knowledge but never come into the knowledge of the truth, the Antichrist, all of them are going to be there. The liar, the murderer, all of them are going to be there. All of us are going to have to stand and have that book open and everything's going to be revealed. Amen. The hypocrite, everybody, you know. So let's go ahead and read right here and see what is taking place as he opens up this seal. In verse 6, I mean chapter 6, verse 1, he says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts, one of those living creatures, saying, Come and see. And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. So we see that that seal is open. We see him that's sitting on that horse. The Bible says, you know, it, it, these are the appearances of God. Amen. You're going to be seeing these angels. They're going to be carrying out the will of God, you know, uh, uh, you know, making sure that, that nobody that's not supposed to be there will be there to get in. All of these are descriptive images when he opens up that 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 book, man, to begin to read. Each and every one of these symbolic in, uh, images will have a role to play to make sure that the ones who are supposed to be there are there and that there's nobody that's not supposed to be there. They will be carrying out the will of God at that time. Amen. And he gives a very uh, good description here of all of these angelic angels and hosts and beings that now work for the Lamb, that now work for God the Father on the throne to carry out the judgment of God, to carry
carry out the judgment of God. And when you see that white horse, that's talking about purity right there, you know. So it's going to wipe out everything that's unpure. Amen. The holiness of God. You got to see it. Nothing but the brightness and the holiness of God is going to be there. That's what's going to appear. And then we'll be able to see the majestic, angelic powers of God. We'll be able to see the images, man. Why? We'll be there. We'll be caught up in the spirit. We'll be able to see what we're seeing now on these pages, but we'll actually physically be able to see it. Why? Because we will be spirit beings. We'll no longer be in no fleshly body. We'll all be in spiritual bodies. Okay, we'll take off this incorruption and we'll put on uh, incorruption. We'll take off this mortality and put on immortality. That's the only way we're going to be able to stand there to find out what our final judgment is going to be. Amen. And we see now God has got a whole heavenly host that's going to be assisting him. Amen. And so we thank God. Amen. Just wanted to touch just a little bit uh, right there. Amen. To get you started, we'll pick up. Some more of this right here as we go forward, but for the sake of time, I just want to get, get you to see this, begin to see what's going to take place. Uh, it's going to describe three more different types of forces or riders on those horses, and every one of them have a distinct purpose that they're serving when we when he shall appear. You're going to see all of heaven's hosts that work for the Lord carrying out their particular duties in the heavenly realm. Amen. And each one of them has a part to play in judgment, in the judgment of the Father. This is that we're standing at the great white throne judgment around that altar. He's letting us see it right now. So hopefully it shakes the daylight out of some folks who see this and hear this and say, my God, am I ready for that? Am I ready to be judged? man to, to be told to depart from me or do I want to join in with heaven's host and get into the angelic majestic universal worship of God now is the only chance we get to decide you cannot put off the day for tomorrow and you look at what's taking place right there look at when the seal is open look at the judgments of God look at that white horse and that rider on there look at the pureness of God you're not holy now, you won't be holy then. It'll be too late to get it right then. Then Now is the time that we got to have our sins washed away. Now is the time that we got to confess our sins. Now is the time that we got to ask God to forgive us and cleanse us of all our righteousness. Because no flesh will be able to dwell in his presence when you read this right here. No flesh. No flesh. Amen. Only the pure and righteous are going to see God, you know. And so right now, we ought to be saying, Lord, create in me a clean heart, renew within me a right spirit, because I do not want to be rejected when I appear before the Father and he opens up that book. I want my name to be written in the Lamb's book of life. I want to rejoice now because my name is there. When we appear before him, just like we see right here, is that he possessed a boat and he was given a crown. And the purpose was he went from, he went forth as a conqueror. Amen. All of his enemies are going to be conquered at that time. Finally, that's going to be the final death blow. All of his enemies are going to be conquered. You're going to have those angels, man, of the Lord working there, man, because we're all in spirit bodies now. We're all like angelic beings now. Okay, there's no more flesh and blood there. I don't care what your title was in the earth. I don't care if you was the president. I don't care if you was whoever, Supreme Court justice. It doesn't matter. 
no titles will have any power, any say so at this particular time. Everybody will be a spirit caught up in a, in a spiritual realm and a spiritual body, absent from all this flesh, all this worldly titles, and all that stuff. All your, your little power ain't gonna be nothing at this time. That one that sits on that horse, that white rider, that white rider that's adorned in white raiment, that's gonna be the one with the bow. That's gonna be the one that conquers all of God's enemies at that time. And none of your power will be able to rise above the power of the one that's on that throne. You know, God the Father and His Son Jesus, that Lamb of God. You know, you're gonna get to see Him in His splendor. You're gonna get to see Him in the full brightness of His glory and His power. Amen. He's calling the shots there. Nobody else will be worthy. You know, and it says, man, look at that, man. That 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 is a very powerful. You know, and the purpose of that is that He went forth to conquer all the enemies of God. So you'll probably have some folks trying to rise up, you know, at that time. But Lord, I did this, and Lord, I did that, and Lord, I spoke in tongues, and Lord, I did this, and Lord, I... But he goes, no, but you did not pick up my father. I don't know you. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. And they're going to be assistants that help God to take them away, you know, to take them away. Amen. So hopefully you got this picture Amen. And you're making a decision right now for all of those that are out there, man, uh, on our podcast that's hearing this message this morning. If nothing else, here's what I want you to take away from this. What we're seeing right here, and we'll go into this more as we continue to proceed through the week and the months to come, is that the love, this is a picture of the love of God for those of us who have given our lives to him right now, those of us right now that have made a decision that I'm going to live my life in light of eternity because this is eternity right here that's being revealed and unveiled to us. That I'm going to make up a decision today. That I'm not going to put off the day for tomorrow. I'm going to decide right now. I want the love of God right now to give me the knowledge and the vision of the hereafter so that I can set a course for my destiny where I want to end up at right now. I want to be a part of that heavenly host of majestic worshipers bowing down before God Amen. With the 24 elders, with the four beasts, all the living creatures, the thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of those that are going to be worshiping God, the Lamb of God on the throne as he takes the book, breaks the seal, and began to read the story of your life. So you'll be able to know then, am I going to enter in to his eternal rest, or am I going to be told to depart and be cast into the outer darkness, where there shall be gnashing and deep for all eternity? That's what he's beginning to describe for us right here. So get this image. Amen. Accept the love of God. Let it give you through this unveiling and revealing right here in the sixth chapter and the seventh chapter. We're going to talk about all of that so that you can now determine what do you want your destiny to be. Don't put it off. Do it now. For all those that are out there right now that's playing this message, listening to this message, I pray and hope you will see it as the love of God right now that's giving us the knowledge ahead of time giving us the vision of what it's going to look like and be like, and we're making a decision right now. I'm going to live my life in light of this eternity right now because I do not want to hear him say, depart from me. I want to hear him say, welcome, my good and faithful servant. I've been faithful over a few things. Enter into my rest. I'm going to make you a rule over many things. You're going to rule with him in, in, in heaven forever. And of that kingdom, there will be no end, and we will forever be with the Lord. That's what the plan is. Amen. All right, then, we're going to go ahead and end right there. Hopefully, you got the picture. Hopefully, you're understanding the love of God for the saints of God now. Amen. Tomorrow will be too late. you got to accept that love now. God so loved the world that he 
gave his only begotten son, and whoever believes in him today shall not perish but have everlasting life. And so look at this. This is the love of God right here. It gives us the knowledge and the vision of what's going to take place hereafter. There will be a seal broken, and it will be opened by the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world, the stage of the world. That's who the Lamb of God is. And so we want to go ahead today, man, and plan our destiny right now and begin to live our lives today in light of this eternity. Amen. So we're going to end right there. 